Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And today we are interviewing Miss Nakia Smith. So as y'all know, she's one of our hosts and we just want y'all to get to know us better. So Nakia, let's start with you. Tell them about yourself, girl. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Nakia Smith and I am currently getting my MPA at Clayton State University. I also intern with the Water Commission's office and I am an author and I also sell planners and journals on Amazon. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. thank you for that intro. First of all, let's get into Clayton State, girl. So um, you've been there for a minute. No, I'm just yes, no. <laughs> Let's talk about it, right? <laughs> no, but okay. So Nakia, can you please tell us why you extended your stay in grad school? Yes, let's talk about it. Okay, so life happens and life happened to me while I was in graduate school. So uh, one of the reasons why I left is because I did have some medical stuff that happened to me to where my doctor recommended that I take some time off of school. And then not only that, my sister had my nephew and I wanted to make sure I could, you know, help her out as much as I could. And then I also decided to get a second master's degree. So I got my first master's degree in English. And then my second one is in master's of public administration. So that's why I have been in school for so long. So yeah. (laughs) No, thank you for sharing that. So first of all, we're going to get into a few things, but separately. So first of all, how important for you is it to be supportive of your family in times like where your sister had your nephew because for some people it might seem like you're neglecting self-care by putting your education on the back burner to help someone else with their child but explain that to us uh okay i guess the best way i could explain it is i try to help out as much as i can because i I'm so busy that I'm not able to help out as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. But since I was already taking that time off and then she was about to have her baby, I said, okay, let me just utilize this opportunity to help out with him. And then you can see that bond that we have when we interact with each other. Like, you Mm -hmm. and my TT. (laughs) So I'm so happy that I took that time off because... I was able to form that bond with my nephew and I was able to help my sister in her time of need. Okay. And you also said that you prolonged it because you wanted to get two degrees. So can you tell us a little bit about that intersection of English and then public administration? Absolutely. So I attended Savannah State University for undergrad. Yes, HBCU. (laughs) So I received my English degree then, but I also received my minor in sociology. I love sociology. I love, you know, learning about society, how it works, you know, what made people tick, like, you know, all of that. So when I came to Clayton State to get my master's in English, I found myself still (laughs) taking classes in society in the social sciences, like public administration. Yeah. And then um, I took so many classes that it prolonged my graduation. And then I was halfway through the MPA program. Mm. So my professor was like, you halfway through, you might as well finish. 
So um, I, w- I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and knock this out because if I would have waited, I probably wouldn't have finished. So I just, after my graduation from English um, degree, I just went ahead and finished into my MPA. Okay. And what do you plan on doing with that? You know, how to, it's a bunch of stuff we can do in public administration, but what do you specifically want to focus on? So a fun fact about me, when I was younger, I wanted to go to law school. <laughs> okay. So which, which I guess can explain my interest in public administration a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's still on the table. My brother always be like, you're not going to be no professional um, <laughs> college student, are you? <laughs> it sounds like it, right? But yeah, it's still on the table. Law school is still on the table. But um, working with the government right now, I really enjoy it. I'm not going to say which department I work with, but <laughs> I really Don't do, do it, girl. I know. Don't do it. <laughs> I really do enjoy it. I like what I do. And I could see myself, you know stay and work with the government in that field along with my entrepreneurship pursuits okay so let's get into those because you know we are a podcast (laughs) for entrepreneurs and so what do you think is the biggest business idea that you have because you have a bunch of them and you're really strategic (laughs) but what's like the biggest one you feel like could be the main thing to just take you to that next level financially Oh, okay. I I don't know about financially, but um, the biggest thing that I kind of put on hold is Butterfly 21 Inc. Okay. So Butterfly 21 Inc.'s mission is to help women who have chronic illnesses get their medical expenses paid for. Mm. So that's what I would like to do. <laughs> yeah, we're going to outsource to get that money. <laughs> Girl, I apply. <laughs> At this point, I need to be applying. Yes. Because, yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because let me tell you about missed opportunity. Because I didn't really pursue Butterfly 21 Inc. like I should have, I kind of missed out on a lot of the funding that the government is giving right now. And if I would have did my due diligence and not procrastinated and trying to make sure everything was perfect, I could have been helping my target audience with the things that they needed. So I just wanted to throw that out there to to show you like what can happen when you have a great idea and you just wait too long to, you know, pursue the idea. Got you. I definitely understand that. And, you know, chronic illnesses seems really important for you. Do you have a reason why, like, is someone close to you have a chronic illness that really affected you? Like, what made you want to go into it? Absolutely. So um, I had a grandma who passed away from cancer. Um, I do have, you know, women in my family who suffer from chronic illnesses as well. I'm not going to speak on that because that's not my place. Plus hip loss. (laughs) And then I also do have my own um, health issues as well. I don't want to get into that right now, maybe on a later date, but yes. So I do have experience with those things to where it made me realize a need within our community and, you know, made me want to try to step in and help out. I love that. And so in addition to, you know, Butterflies 21 Inc., which is a nonprofit, correct? It will be. Okay. Let's speak into existence. Yes. Yes, girl, (laughs) this nonprofit. So in addition to that, you also said that you sell planners and journals. 
So can you tell us about like what some of the types of journals and planners that you offer and, you know, what's some reasoning behind you wanting to do that? Okay, so I have always had a journal planner write in my spare time. So I was like, you know what? I'm spending all this money on everybody else's journal. I might as well make my own journal and, <laughs> and buy these journals. <laughs> Get that money, girl. Yes. And um, so I do have a journal. I have a monthly goal-setting journal and then a daily task journal. And I also have, which is my baby, my Better Health Planner. So the Better Health Planner does correlate with Butterfly 21 Inc. It is a medical journal to help women who have chronic illnesses, mothers who have multiple kids, caregivers, everything is in one place for you to put in your doctor information, your medicine. Um, it also has counseling sheets and things like that in it. So it's like a one-stop shop where you can put all your information in it. Because what I found out is like, when you have so many doctors and specialists, you have to relate one thing from one doctor to the next doctor. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. How am I gonna remember all of this? So right. I was like, okay, let me create something that will make it easier to translate the information over. I like that. And I actually use mine too, y'all. Mm -hmm. Not just because she's my friend, but, you know, I really do think it's important to keep your health and all of the information about your health, medications, et cetera, in one place mm -hmm. so that you can accurately give your other doctors the information. So that's really, really cool. Yes. And so for your day, you said you have a daily and then a monthly planner, mm -hmm. correct? So with those, what's the difference? Like, how do I know if I need the daily one? How do I know if I need the monthly one? Which one is better? Which one, you know, do you use the most? Mm -hmm. um, is this something where you write in a daily one and then you just write in a monthly one? And also, in tangent, like, tell me about that. Okay. So you can utilize, utilize it different ways. So for me... I know it's daily, but I write my weekly tasks and then okay. I put the dates by like when I complete those tasks. And then for the monthly one, you could do it whenever. You could do it at the top of the year. You could do it monthly in the beginning of each month. It depends on how you like to plan. So it's it all depends on the person. But that daily um journal, I I just use that every day. And then it also has a note sheet. So you could also write in, say I need to call somebody i just write that number write the message in that space mm -hmm. i love that and i'm big on journaling as well so again i also got her journals y'all and you know support your friends like when they have something actually try to nurture that and see at least what the product is talking about so you can tell other people so her journal is awesome go get that y'all and just speaking of self-care, because journaling is just one of many things we can do for mm -hmm. self-care. What's some other things you like to do besides journaling that you can equate back to self-care? Okay, so taking a long hot bath. That's okay. my go-to. Like when I'm really, really stressed, y'all, I take a shower every day. But <laughs> when I really need to like take a moment to chill, I run me a nice hot bath water i can put some epsom salt in there i bring my tablet or my phone listen to some music watch an episode that i need to catch up on because i know you're not supposed to multitask but i try to use that time to multitask and do multiple things at one time um because i know my schedule is so busy so catch up on my latest show 
I don't really have time for that. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking a shower or I'm taking a bath. Let me watch this episode while I'm in here. I love that. And also, just in addition to, you know, I guess mental and emotional self-care, what's some physical activities you do? Do you do any? Yes, I do. Am I consistent? That's a question. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the next thing. How often you do these activities, Listen, girl? I want, I'm not going to blame it on my schedule, but it is my schedule. Like, <laughs> I do not exercise the way that I should. I am trying to get better. Um, I also even try to go to this stretching class. So I'm dabbing and dabbing in different things, trying to figure out what I like. And, you know, once you figure out what you like, then you can become consistent. Not saying that you only do the things that you like because it's life. You're going to always have to do something you don't want to do. Yes. But it makes it easier when you can find something that you really like. And it makes it easier to stay consistent. So you exercise shopping right now? Yeah. I like that, y'all. Go exercise shop if y'all haven't done that already. Because I'm actually doing the same thing. Um, we went to this stretching class together. Yes. And it was really nice. How did you like it? I loved it. It yeah. was a little uncomfortable because, like I, like I tell everybody, you're not going to hurt yourself. But when you have somebody else helping you and guiding you, they're going to stretch you a little further than you would yourself. So you see that progress. Your body feels a little weird at first, but then you get used <laughs> to it. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Y'all, we're going to be trying some more activities. But um, in addition to that, let's get to some juicy stuff, some fun stuff. Oh. <laughs> uh, first of all, do you have any booze based love interests, crushes, situations, boyfriends, anything? I just knew this was coming. But... <laughs> Um, yes, I am dating. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Whoever that is, I'm sure you're real lucky to have her. No, I'm just playing. Um, but when you're dating, what's some things that you look for as red flags that you need to throw somebody out immediately? Ooh. <sighs> red flags. Well, lying. That's a red flag. Um, just a little lie, just a little yeah, lie. Yeah, like if you're gonna lie about something small, I know you're gonna lie about something big. So, yes, lying is a red flag for me because, especially if we just dating, like we're yeah. not even in no commitment yet. You already lying to me, like, for what? Like, what are we doing that for? Okay. <laughs> um, I also pay attention to like family, like, do they have a close relationship with their family? And if not, why? I try to dive into that a little bit. <laughs> so wait, what? Why people can't have not close? Why do they need a close relationship with family? Like, what if their family wronged them in the past? Well, I'm close to my family, and I am family oriented. So I would like to have a partner who, you know, come from a, I guess, a similar background. Okay. So yeah. It's, it's not nothing against people who don't have a close relationship with their family. It's just my preference. Okay. I like that. Um, is there anything you have regrets about? Who? Oh, yeah. We went from <laughs> juicy to serious real quick. Real quick. Um, I would, I would say no. And the only reason I would say no is because I learned my lessons. So... 
I was able to learn from those mistakes. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say regrets, but mistakes. Um, and in life, we all make decisions. I believe in free will. And okay. I don't regret it because there was a decision I made with the information that I had at the time. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's all I could do. <laughs> okay. So how has the pandemic changed life for you? Ooh, it made me, it made me self-reflect. So I'm like on the go all the time. Mm -hmm. So if things or situations did happen, it's easy for me to like brush that under the rug and keep it moving. But with this pandemic, I had to actually sit down and look in the mirror Mm -hmm. (laughs) and reflect on my past. And then, you know, like, okay, girl, <laughs> everything wasn't on them. You made some, you know, yeah. crazy decisions too. So what can you do to hear from that and fix it and move forward? And I got into counseling. I was able to talk some things out. Again, I journaled some things out. I prayed. I meditate. I cried. I cried a lot during this pandemic, and to be honest. I cried the most I have probably in my entire life because I had to sit down and sit in all those decisions that I made or didn't make and just look in the mirror, like I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That self-reflection. Yes, self-reflection. Last question. So in the next three years, where do you see yourself? Ooh, the next three years. <laughs> Yeah, girl. We're going to be back here. Yes. Re-interviewing you in three years. (laughs) That's so interesting that you asked me that because it could go so many ways. Because like you said, like I have so many business ideas. Mm -hmm. But let's just say in the next three three years, I will be a full-time entrepreneur working in my businesses, helping make an impact on the women, medical industry, and just giving back. Yes. Yes, for the community service and entrepreneurship (laughs) and growth. So thank you so much for joining us today, girl. Um, Make sure y'all go follow her. Where can they find you? They can find me at Miss Butterfly 21 at IG. And Facebook is my name, Nakia Smith, N-A-K-I-E-A. Perfect. And then y'all make sure y'all go follow the podcast as well at 21 Minutes or Less on all platforms. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And go follow me too at Keisha Milana. And we're going to see y'all in the next episode. All right.